Welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. Here, you're going to find education, entertainment, and a little inspiration on how to get to the next level. Are you a DJ company owner that's looking for the secret sauce? Congrats, you found it. What's up, everybody? My name is David Osborne with BlueprintLearn.com. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we've got a great treat for you, my good friend, Justin Reed from just down the road, actually, in Greenville, South Carolina. Justin is the owner of not one, not two, but three multi-ops. So we've got a lot to learn from him. Welcome to the podcast, Justin. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm a glutton, glutton for punishments. Uh, three companies, but they all serve their purpose. Yeah. They do serve their purpose. Um, give us the rundown. What you got? So we have three different companies um, in no particular order. Uh, well, I'll go in age of our acquisition. So Uptown Entertainment's been around since like 97. Uh, and then we started Sound Choice DJs in uh, 2019. And then there were some challenges not there long after. And then uh, we acquired a third company, uh, one of our competitors in like 2022. Uh, so we have Uptown Entertainment, Sound Choice DJs, and then Jumping Jukebox. Those are our three companies. Yeah. And Interestingly <laughs> enough, in 2019 is when I started the Athens DJ service, our second brand, and it was over the, I guess you would just call it like mutual interest and mutual curiosity and respect of each other that we became fast friends. And we we're like, whoa, we both are kind of doing this in a vacuum and um, we're very close to each other. This is cool. Let's, let's, let's hang out. And uh, fun fact, Justin is one of the core people who are responsible for there even being a blueprint.com blueprintlearn.com should get the url right and because uh, I, I was sitting on the idea for a long time and it was justin's uh kicking me a little bit to make it happen and and, and it happened so thank you justin for that well you had all of this like treasure trove of material that obviously is valuable to you but for so many multi-op owners that you know training is one of the biggest difficulties or challenges um, and that just amount of time creating and cultivating and coming up with all of that in a program and all of that. So like when you go, oh, here's this little thing that I use. I mean, it's not, it wasn't hard to see a lot of value in that very quickly. Um, and per your previous a uh, hundred years ago profession, like you're a great teacher. It's, it's built, it's okay. built into you. You were meant to teach one way or another. So, um, so not only was it, a pre-made ready-made thing it was a very well done ready-made thing um well ready-made at the time and then you of course in david osborne fashion go okay and now it's freaking amazing so well thanks yeah i think the first iteration was on the back end of our website and it was uh me in my dining room which is now my office so it's actually right where i'm standing now but it was just a photo booth backdrop and me talking to a camera in the middle of the night when my kids were asleep recording some videos so we've come a long way since then, but uh, I, I kind of want to go back to your your three brands. So one so, of the things I was talking to Josh Staley recently, and he also has multiple brands, and you do, and I do. And one of the issues that I find that I run into is the differentiation between the brands in the marketplace. So you're talking to a planner, you're talking to a venue, and it's going <clears> to <throat> come up at some point. You know, you're at a meeting or whatever. And they they get this this sense that they're the same, or the sense that Justin is part of all three. What are you saying to people to clear that up, or to 
help that out in any way you got. It's probably, as you can attest, one of the most difficult parts of having yeah. multiple brands because we want to do more events. We want to provide great quality service for more people and we wanted to grow. Um, I didn't want the business to be solely reliant on me. I wanted a functioning machine away from me. Although we've done it with one other company, it is not as easy as anticipated of firing up another one. So the differentiation of the companies took a while to figure out, wade through those waters. So different people, it has to be different people. It cannot be the same people. Um, and that can work for your benefit in a lot of different ways, whether that's a minor league system or uh, just DJs who have less interest on doing all of the things. Some that's, that's commitment. Yeah, you show up, you throw up a couple speakers and a thing, you know, a controller, and you're good to go. Versus video DJ booths, sparks, dancing on clouds, a stereo tube, moving heads, DMX lighting, blah, 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 blah. So when we're differentiating the two, it's several things. It's cost. Uh, overall, it's experience. Um, it's, you know, just amount of time you're spending with your DJ. It's just a Zoom call or a phone call as far as a planning meeting, like a month out, three weeks out. Um, and our packages are limited. And, man, it's been hugely successful. And then, like I said, I don't, uh, I don't suggest adding a third, but we did. And... <laughs> As far as price point, it's kind of in the middle. So when I say I wouldn't suggest doing it, we had finally successfully created this this delineation between these two companies. And now we've kind of plugged a gray area into the middle. Yeah. The two company thing is very attainable. So if you have one company, if you're watching this and you have one company and you go, you know what? We're doing really great stuff. We're doing higher end things. A budget company, you just have to, it is its own thing. It will not survive because it's attached to this other thing. It's its own thing. I, I think the takeaway is thing. that it, it can't be a short answer because it's it, everything you're describing is correct. It's very complex. And so we've had these conversations over years. And for many of the people listening, this is the first time they've either heard my voice or your voice or both of us together, or, or even some of these concepts about even having two brands. And we've been living it for all the way through COVID and or as you said, you know, things happened. And it, w one of the parallels that I think is that when you start a DJ company that you DJ in, there's a sense of yourself that's like hooked and it's like a, you're wearing it. It's you. It's an extension of you. And then when you try and bring people on, that's one of the biggest barriers to entry that I hear people talk about that Blueprint Teams subscribers and people that I'm coaching, it's, they're always like, I don't want to damage my reputation because they haven't realized that the reputation is tied to their self-worth and like who they are. But when you start that second brand that is not tied to you and is not emotionally connected to you, it's like you just said, it's systems, systems, systems. And it's so much easier to run like a business because it's not rolled up in who you are. I love the operating a company that isn't based around me because um, for me, I love helping people grow and flourish into like using the blueprint and taking people who are comically enough, like school teachers or um, that work just random jobs Monday through Friday. And then we've 
we've helped them grow into this thing that I don't know if they knew they could be. And if they did, like, we get to see the realization of that, which is hugely rewarding. Um, And through a system like, and I'm not just trying to, like, David didn't tell me, like, you have to say blueprint seven (laughs) times during this, but using the blueprint has helped us achieve that, like, allowing people to uh, learn and grow. And we're turning out DJs at a pretty uh, steady rate. That's some growth, you know, that's. There it is. We just leveled up to the second level. We just beat Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. Princess Peach here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but you're hitting it on the head, and I think that's a good transition, too, because when you're looking for people to fill the pipeline for your different brands, now, I don't really want to get into too much of the goals of each brand, because that's that could be its own workshop, <laughs> but just in general, when you're looking for DJs for any of the brands, are you preferring them this or that? Are you preferring them to have experience or preferring them to have no experience? I like both. There's, I'm not discriminatory when it comes to that. We bring in both. Um, we just look for great human beings, period, end of sentence. That's it. Love it. What, with guys or girls that have experience, how are you measuring if they're like where they're at? So they still have to go through the blueprint. They still go through a training program, just like uh, a person who has zero experience. Um, and so we're, you know, doing the testing along the way there. Um, we bring along DJs to shadow on other events. The beauty of having more events than we know what to do with and companies like there's never a shortage of an ability to bring somebody to an event and just kind of get a feel for how they're doing, what they're doing. I was in that boat at one point. I'm sure you were in that boat at one point that like to be an MC, you didn't, you just MC'd. You did what whoever taught you or told you. Or what you thought an MC should be. There wasn't a formal training. When I when I was a music student years and years ago, I was in music school for trumpet. They talk about it all the time that in order to produce a great sound on an instrument, or it'd be the same for a singer or whatever, you have to have a concept in your head of what you could sound like, something to emulate, something to copy, something yeah. to to follow along with. And it's the same with anything. You know, kids that play in the NFL, don't grow up never watching football. They all have people they look up to. They see what success looks like, and they know where the benchmarks are of what to or emulate. Or they're a soccer they... kicker, one of the two. <laughs> or they're a soccer kicker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, this is a good segue of how do you feel about Clemson joining the SEC? Kidding. Moving on. Okay. Oh, I would love that, actually. I would love that. Would, would you? We always get the thing of, oh, the ACC, you know, is the whatever, the week conference. And, well, a handful of years ago when we were dominant, like, we would have been dominant in any conference, period. This is true. You were. I mean, you now, gave Alabama. Was, not, you know. we're, we're, we're a little on the struggle bus. A uh, little bit. But so it would be a little more brutal, but I think it would rise, uh, you know, rise to the occasion type of thing. So, yeah, I would yeah. hate it. Oh, you got this year's not Florida happen, State. But, yeah, man. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Stepping back, uh, 1099 or W-2? Are we are we subcontractors or are we employees? Or both? Um, we currently, it's all W-2. Okay. Keeps it easy. I think people take it, uh, employees treat it differently. 
I find that 1099s, especially DJs, DJs are used to being their own boss in a lot of scenarios. Um, and so 1099, to me, that's always one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. But there's a there's a lack of commitment there. Okay. Last question I want to ask you is this is something I already know that you're doing. So I just want you to talk about it for a minute. So we talked a lot about training today. You organically brought up a lot of the blueprint stuff. Now, the, the, the virtual training is killer. You know, the system, the ability to track people and their assignments is killer. But I know, I don't know if you're doing it now, but I know at least last year when Sound Choice was really picking up steam, you guys were doing some complimentary in-house training in person. And I think some sort of component of mentorship or in-person training yep. or something else is necessary. So talk to me, talk, kind of share with everybody what, what y'all did that helped gel the team and, and get that extra sauce beyond just the concepts. Yeah, the like I, I've said a time or two, along the way you learn things and you pick up like, this is working really well, this isn't. Um, the complimentary piece of an in-person training to put those skills, those blueprint skills to the test bringing in our more experienced DJs and pairing up with like one-on-one -on -one with, so on a Tuesday night, we'd have like four or five pioneer boards set up, uh, paired up with somebody who has a lot of experience with someone who doesn't. And <clears throat> just one-on-one -on -one in headphones, just teaching the basics of mixing um, or having a night where we hop into our lobby over here and, you know, grab Chick-fil-A from across the street and everybody gets up and does their introduction, myself included. Like everybody in the room hops up and does their introduction. People learn from other people. People learn by doing. If you can do your introduction or a form of your introduction in front of your peers, I'll bet you dollars to donuts you're going to be way better in a place where you don't have all of that pressure. Yep. They're all strangers. The people who are your peers it is definitely more nerve-wracking doing it in that room. So from practicing introductions to practicing mixing to um, just setups, start to finish, all of the things. Um, so that's a the basic uh, version of how we've done that. The unintended awesome consequence was a great culture. You had a team who all of a sudden was tighter than like our OG team because they're together more, they're, they, they're in those groups and they've been, you've empowered people to teach other people. And then some of the people who were, who came in as the novice are now teaching other people. So um, if you're talking about growing great DJs and then growing human beings, culture, excuse me, like that did us a solid when it comes to just our group, the organization and um, really creating a hell of a group of people. That's your second level up. Now we go to the underwater level. level. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think so, right? No, 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 no. You're already there. <laughs> I, think, I think I am actually. Uh, yeah, always the jokes. So thank you, Justin, for being on the podcast today. All the listeners out there, I want to point out a couple things that Justin talked about that are really, really important. He talked about culture. He talked about 
training and the importance of community. He talked about differentiations of brands. Uh, but one of the things that he talked about that might get glossed over because he didn't talk about it for very long was the idea of valuations of your company. And valuations of your company means profitability. And when you're buying a company, selling a company, or actually just trying to have a great multi-op, you want to pay attention to your profitability. If you are already schooled in that, great, keep on growing. If you're new to that, we do have a great free resource on profitability, blueprintlearn.com slash resources. Go check it out. It's free. It will help you out. Again, Justin, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Tell people how they can find you. Um, I just changed my Instagram because I'm not DJing anymore. Uh, it's it's <laughs> Justin Reed. Yeah. It's J-U-S-T-I-N-R-E-I-D on Instagram. That's the best way to get a hold of me these days. Um, or you can check out our websites uh, for inspiration or just to see what we're up to, uptownentertainment.com, uh, soundchoicedjs.com, or jumpingjukebox.com. Love it. And are, are there any shows coming up in the next six, seven months that we will someone could say hey and meet you in person um midwest is always a go-to for me i love i love that show love love midwest is a great spot we're going to take some of our up-and-coming talent that haven't been exposed to that type of thing before when we in the past when we expose our newer members and, and core team folks to uh, education like that you just see this exponential jump in their DJ acumen, you know, their abilities, their thirst for knowledge, and they start building their own networks and people to learn off of. Absolutely. Well, thank you one last time, Justin. And for everybody else, we'll see you next time.